And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more... Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. We've got a fair amount. You, you like that shift in my voice, huh? You thought uh, I was going to say, we've got a shitload Sound of like stuff. like a goose there for a minute. <laughs> a fair amount. We've got a lot of stuff for you listeners. Um, <clears throat> I need to open up and, and apologize publicly for what happened last episode in fact i called the episode unlucky 13 <laughs> i noticed that and i wondered why but since i was here i thought i should have known <laughs> but that's okay um what did happen is while we were recording somehow your mic got unplugged my mic got unplugged and which we were sitting here figuring it out and, and our dog cody was going around and around blame it on the dog and the, that's the only thing I could think of is he. he I certainly wouldn't out. have done it <laughs> because he's heavy enough where if he steps on the oh, cord, yeah. it'll pull right out of the oh, computer. Oh, totally, yeah. So my apologies to the listeners. I did the best I could as far as you know adjusting what when you talked, I, I amplified so they could hear. Yeah, so it sounds weird. It is weird. We're sorry. So we're having issues with having the door. Screen door issues there. It's okay. Uh, it's off its track, I think. <laughs> but then, aren't we all? <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, anyway, I do apologize to the listeners. I know it probably wasn't one of our better quality as far as audio-wise. Um, but content-wise, I listened to it quite a few times. Um, and, in fact, I even went and uploaded it to a temporary server so I can listen to it while I was at work just to kind of hear it. Oh, yeah? Um, and I think it came out, it was good. It's okay. You know, audio wise. Content wise, I, I thought it was one of our actual, our better shows. Really? Yes. Goodness, I hope so. I hope everybody thinks so. So. Good. Okay, let's get into the show. Every week yes. we sit down and we find out what you fine listeners have to say about us, good, bad, or indifferent. Yes. Even though I would like to say, kind of cut back on the indifferent part, will you? Yes. <laughs> No, and the way we find out is you click on the comment box. Is that true, like on Stitcher and shit too, or what? No, I mean, that's just with our web. Well, if you make com- I, you can make comments on on Stitcher, on Stitcher, and on iTunes. You can put comments, but I've honestly never. Oh my god, I need to go check those. Hello. I've never checked. I think for it comments. might even be coming to us some way or no, other. No, it will not come to it us. It won't come to us. No. So people could be commenting on Stitcher all this time, and we don't even know what they've been saying. We're sorry. We'll find out, and then we'll let you know what we found out. Really? Yes. So how will we know what they said in the past? Is it recorded or something? Yeah, it's it's like a forum. You know, you go, you post your comment, and it's there. Oh, okay. But they don't, like, send it to you or No, anything. no, no. Well, that should be a service Stitcher offers, I think. Maybe. Shouldn't it? Maybe they do, and you just don't know it. I'll look into it. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> so, so anyway, other than Stitcher, if you're listening and you want to let us know what you think... Go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast slash what we think. That's what underscore we underscore think underscore slash index.html. If you actually want to get all the way there... Um, or they uh, can click on the comment thing. And, and click on comment, pop in your name, what episode, where you're it from. It goes right to it then. Yes. It just goes right to it. Why do they have to do all the other stuff? Oh, that's if they don't have the if they don't know where wherewithal to, find right. to do the thing. Okay, so those of you who can manage to get to us with your comments, and some of you have, uh, that's the easiest way is click on comment on the, I guess it's just on online? On JaselMod. On the, the, on the, on the website. actual website. Yeah. Okay. And so. I've actually thought about, and, and this might be something we'll talk about off air. Uh-huh. I've actually thought about just purchasing jazomodcast.com instead yeah. of the long. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That might be good. I know that my 
my youngest was going, Jesus, Mom, could you make that just a little longer <laughs> and more complicated or fucking remember? And he has trouble with the J's, oh, huh, you know, whatever, to right. start with. So, you know, but then he's, I was going to say he's not as bright as it could be, but that's not true. He's very bright. Anyway. So every week we find out what you listeners have to think, good, bad, or indifferent, and this is called our Brown Bag Email Special. What do we got this week, Sadie? Well, let's start with uh, one from... Aaron in Queens. Some oh, of you okay. may remember Aaron in Queens that we read uh, his email that he wrote to us when he was feeling kind of down, uh, had lost his job, and uh, we responded on last week's show uh, yes. with um, a message to him and to you uh, to let us know what kind of work he does, what kind of job he's looking for, and we would put that out for him. And then if any of you have knowledge of a job that would suit his needs, you could let us him know through us, and right. we would get the message to him. So here's Aaron's message okay. regarding that message. Uh, hello again. I have to admit, I was surprised when you guys read my email. I was a bit embarrassed because of how emotional my email sounded. I was really surprised to hear back again this week. I guess I should give you an update. I'm still not working, and I'm living with my dad, but I am waiting on unemployment. I thought, because I was pink-slipped, I wouldn't be eligible for unemployment, but I found out that's not so. I was a paraeducator for six years, so if anyone knows a school district that's using paraeducators, please let me know. Mentally, I feel better. I've learned a lesson about people. After I lost my job, I realized that my friends stopped calling or even coming around, especially after I moved out of my apartment, because I'd always pay for dinner or movies or whatever, and now I couldn't pay for anything. That They all wanted to disappear from my life, and today I'm cool with that. Fuck them users. I don't need or want them. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry to make you guys so sad, but I still love the show. Aaron. P.S., and you're going to love this. Justin Bieber is a talentless little douchebag who thinks he's gangster, <laughs> but is a punk who'd take it in the ass if, yeah. if he was if he was jailbait, <laughs> and you'd probably add even if he wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because I didn't know for my own self uh. what a paraeducator is or does. Yes, what is that? I, well, I actually went online and said, uh, what? Is a paraeducator, you know, who Google is. You know, you yeah. could say what's anything, and they've got an answer. And I guess most of the time they're right. Anyhow, a paraeducator, according to uh, Wise Geek, uh, which is wisegeek.com, actually, uh, may perform a number of different duties depending on the needs of the school. Uh, what I got out of this, I sort of, of uh, condensed the answers that I got. I got a couple of different websites of information about it. They assist the teacher with uh, all sorts of things that are, are needed with the kids. They help them get organized, help them do stuff in the so classroom. So the teacher's assistants? It, it's like a teacher's assistant, as near as I can figure. The, the educational requirements may be different depending on the school district that uses them and what kind of assisting they're going to be doing. But uh, there is actually a certification uh, involved um they get uh, they get a teacher's aid certificate um at least according to wise geek that was one thing they said they get and then this is teensy teensy little writing here um but teaching assistant uh teaching assistant certificate yeah pretty much that's that's okay. that's it and so that's that's a ballpark anybody that knows about the need for a paraeducator probably already knows what that is and, and what is involved. So, anyhow, that's the kind of work Aaron, Aaron is in Queens. Queens. I knew he was in New, New York, York, but I couldn't remember what city. So, thank you, Aaron. We're really glad to hear from you. Glad things are looking up for you. And we certainly hope you get work soon. And I agree with you on the beaver comment. Oh, yeah. You knew he would. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. The next one is from uh, Larry... Peyton, Battle Creek, Michigan, uh, regarding what we think, episode 12, which would be the time before last. Yes. Okay. Just finished this week's episode, and I have a few thoughts. 
I don't know why you guys are changing things up, but stop. For real. When you guys did the first episode, it was gold. If it's not broken, don't fix it. I would like you to go back to Hollywood News. I live in Battle Creek and don't give two shits about your local news. I want to hear about what's going on in Hollywood. I'll come back to this after it's over. Okay. Speaking of local, please, please, please stop with the Apple Valley. I know you're there, and there's no need to tell me every ever recording. Oh, and please keep quit reminding me you're recording in your living room. It keeps breaking the mental picture I get when I listen to your podcast. You're going to like this part. Let Dave rant. It's not a negative <laughs> thing. In fact, it's fucking hysterical. When he went off about Northwest, he had me busting a gut the whole time. So there you go. Now, I said I'd come back. So do I get to rant again? Oh, yeah. Rant, All right. Rant, rant's back. Rant's back. Okay. Uh, when he said he wants to hear about what's going on in Hollywood, uh, I was actually reading this out loud at home, and my husband happened to hear it, and he, he and I both almost simultaneously said, then pick up a fucking magazine or go online or watch uh, entertainment tonight. But I think what his point was was that he's more interested in us talking about the things that go on in Hollywood. It's not like we're his only Hollywood connection. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it didn't. It came out kind of different than I think he meant. He likes our interpretation on, on Hollywood news, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so there you go. He doesn't want to be told where we are, and he doesn't want us to talk about being in the living room, and he doesn't want us to fix something that's working fine without fixing. So... I have to say that a lot of the changes that we did make were kind of at my behest because we had another listener who offered suggestions to that effect, and and I was the one that pushed for it. And it, I, I think we both agree it wasn't the best idea we've had. Right. And so we're going to drop it. We're not going to do it anymore. And it's not just because of Larry's email, but because uh, he makes a good point. Um, and to tell you the truth, as I mentioned to you off uh, air, I I felt a little forced with some of the uh, cutesy here we are in Apple Valley comments in the right. first place, and so it's more comfortable, more laid back for us to just kind of be ourselves. So I picked up uh, the email because I actually wanted to look at something. He does yeah. say that episode number one was gold. Yeah. So I wanted to go and, and I listened to episode one. I yeah. actually told you this before yeah. we started recording. Um. In episode one, we specifically say we are changing, we're going to adapt, we're going to do stuff just because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing. Yeah. So we kind of gave you a forewarning in episode yeah. one of that what we we're... might do something different. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and... I, I don't. Yeah, he is arguing it. I was going to say he's not saying don't do that, but he was saying don't do that. Yes. But at the same time, I think he had some valid point. I, you know, it's not, I don't want to throw out the baby with the dishwater, bath water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the dishwater. <laughs> Maybe you bathe your baby in the dishpan. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, he had some valid points. And like I said, I wasn't all that comfortable, uh, doing it anyhow. Right. The way we were. I kind of liked the way we were before. The way we're doing it now. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, that's that's probably the best thing is just to keep it, and I, I do agree. Um, you know, don't fix something that isn't broken. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't. I also want to make a point here. I think we talk about we want people to let us know how things are going, how you like it, and how you don't like it, and whatnot. I think we need to put out a little. Um, what is that? What do they call that when they when they put out a warning ahead of time, a disclaimer? Uh huh. Okay, here it is. We're not puppets. No. And we're not going to jerk every time you pull the string. So if you say you don't like something, don't expect us to drop it or fix it or change it just because you said that. Because right. we're through doing that. Right. I think Larry was right. We're doing that now. We're going to go back to what we were in the beginning. Because it feels right. Because it feels right for us. And it was working and it was golden. We had lots and lots of good Feedback. Supportive uh -huh. feedback and emails uh, from listeners about it. And so we're going to go back to what we know works. But don't expect to be able to write to us and say, well, I think you should do this and that, and then have us do this and that, because we're not going to do this and that no. no more. Because that actually kind of interferes with the initial show itself. Yeah. You know? Right. And and we have enough people telling us what to do between us without 
<laughs> without anybody else telling us. So there. Okay. Good? Good enough? Absolutely. Okay. Last one is from Mary in uh, Parts Unknown. I've been there. <laughs> this Parts is, Unknown? Yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. an actual... I, I know no. it sounds stupid, but no. No, okay. I'm jerking your... Chain? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is re- regarding what we think. Episode 12. Okay. I just listened to what we think for the first time and thought it was enjoyable. Can you give a big shout out to my boyfriend, Kenny, for turning me on to this podcast? So, hey, Kenny, thank you. Yes. For thank turning you on for... Mary. What's her name? And turning her on to the podcast. <laughs> one would assume. You know, Kenny probably turns her on in more ways than one. Yes. We're, more the, more listeners, the better. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And we're, we're happy, Mary, that you're here with us and that you like us. And, and you thought we were enjoyable. And you thought we were enjoyable. Yes. That's it's kind of mild, but that's good. Yeah. I can go with mild. Especially, like I said, you know, it's, uh, we were kind of rebounding off the 11, you know, because we did get some, some, uh, feedback. Yeah. Prior yeah. Yeah. To, we we to really did. 12. We sort of bounced around like ping pong ball there so. for a couple of episodes, but we're back now. We're on an even keel now. And so there we go. That's the end of the email brown bag for this week. Yes. Um, before we get into the next segment, I had been thinking about this, and I've been waiting to talk about it. Last episode, episode 13, uh, we talked about, there was an email that said, why don't you put uh, music in front of each segment? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's my conclusion. I said I would think about it, and here's my conclusion on it. I think that would be fun and interesting. Uh, I have no musical abilities. I don't pretend to have no music. That's you know. a fact. No. Ah, and <laughs> if anybody out there wants to create segment tunes, you know, have them play a tune little before bits, each segment. Little yes. bits and pieces of musical wonderment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I welcome any and all. Mm-hmm. I will listen to them all. And send, you can send, send them it, in. And you can send it directly to... What we think at jayzomon.com. That's J A Y Z O M O N.com. So that's my official thought on that. Okay. That's, that's good. That's an open door. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah, I do too. And then we did also have that other one that wanted us to, to talk about wh- how we were progressing with our writing and call it the creative shit. Yes. Okay. I, I also, well, this is a, a dual thing for us. And, and we yeah. talked about this. Right. And, Creatively, we don't necessarily have progress to report every single episode. Yeah, and and you don't ever want to ask me for progress report on what I'm writing because it's a one step forward, three steps back kind of thing all the time. You know, like I said, how many times have I said to reread is to rewrite? Right. I don't have progress to make. You know, don't ask me. And if you think about it, we've actually already Mm. have. And I I didn't think about this until I listened to. earlier episode we have a segment that it fits in because we've plugged it yeah and that is geek news so if we have notable progress that needs to be right you know spread right it will be in the geek news so i'm gonna have have one piece for this week because that's done yes yeah Okay. And so okay. we're going to have to decline on the what was it called? Uh the creative ship. The creative ship. But thank you it. for the idea. Yeah. Uh, we it is appreciated. We did take serious consideration into it. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, pff, you Well, know. and if we wrote 7 days a week, it'd be different. But right. we don't. We have other lives that we lead right. besides we're so multifaceted. It's sickening. So, you know, we don't always spend any time writing. Well, and, and like you know. all last week has just been kind of an adjustment for everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I literally did not write a single word last I week. I did a little, but that, that was unusual. The week before, not so much. So, so there, there you, you go. <laughs> oh, that was timed well. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Tag, you're it. Uh, so this week, uh, well, not this week only, but Every week we get together, we also find out who's passed away recently to say goodbye. And we're modifying this segment a little bit, too. Yes. Uh, I guess we might as well just go right into it. Um, we are no longer doing more than one. If, yeah. if it's just like two big names that need to be um, mentioned. mentioned, then yeah. yes, we'll, yeah. we'll mention it. But in order to keep time restraints down, 
Um, <laughs> and attitude level up. Yeah. <laughs> We're only doing one. We're not going to give you a full obit on the entire country. So this week, uh, in saying goodbye, we say goodbye to Lee Thompson Young. Um, I don't know if you know him. I knew him briefly because Jaden, when he was younger, he would watch uh, Jet Jackson. And this young man was the the star of Jet Jackson. It's a, it was a kid's show on the Disney Channel. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, he dies at a very, very young age of 20, 29. Yeah, um, he's a good-looking guy, too. And to to summarize what was going on, he he was an actor, again, most noticeable, uh, was the famous Jet Jackson. Um, he lived in Los Angeles. He had worked on some lower-end shows, but mm. nothing serious. And the cause of death, unfortunately, was suicide. Um, as to the reason why nothing was concluded as why he, he did commit suicide. Didn't leave a note or anything? No. Yeah. But um, he, he was just such a young talent. And I, I'm sad to, to see that any type of inner demons is, you know, what brought him down. Yeah, um, me in, too. In fact, one of his... Um, his co-stars, um, he played right hand to him, um, made a statement today saying that he was shocked that, number one, he, he had passed away, but number two, he was even more shocked at, at how he died because he was. Uh, he said that the Thompson was just a very upgoing, upbeat, lovable person, and, and not in a million years would he even consider his friend uh, you know, doing something like that. Mm. Um, I don't know how he died, except by his own hand. Do we know? That's all they're saying oh, at this all point. Right. Okay. I actually brought in a little piece to to show you because I knew that you weren't going to really know who he was. <laughs> so this how is how did you know? <laughs> this is a piece from okay. Jet Jackson. Who's that doll with the freaky gaze? Push Mr. Button. Who's going to be a worldwide craze? Push Mr. Button. I am plush, Mr. Putin, soon you'll have to agree. Your life had no meaning until you met me. Plush, Mr. Putin, now available in toy stores, lifetime neutronium battery included. So, Silverstone, what do you think of Hypnoto's latest little venture? Same old, same old. It's not going to sell many dolls with that lame man. I beg to differ. This commercial uses the devious and illegal tool of subliminal advertising. We managed to intercept a copy of the ad before it has run. Subliminal advertising. Precisely. It uses hidden messages that flash by so quickly, the viewer doesn't even know he's seen them. So what's the message? Take a look. Obey me. Repeat it every tenth frame, each time in a different language. Just a little piece of, of uh, Lee Thompson Young as the famous Jet Jack. Okay. Alrighty. So. Well, I'm sure kids are going to be missing him and his co-workers and yes. certainly his family. So and our thoughts go out to them. Yes. So for Lee Thompson Young, we say goodbye. Yes. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, 
green vines, and dried monkey meat for dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one- to two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. Okay, let's get into some fun stuff. All right. I'm um, ready. Now, we mentioned this very, very briefly. Wow. Uh, in fact, I don't think we spent more than two minutes on it. Um, and you're going to have, you're going to hope I remember, huh? I, I'm going to recap. I'm going <laughs> to oh, recap. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Rerun. Let's see. Where do I start? You know, the Expendables is actually working on a brand new, um, Expendables 3. And in the first two Expendables, Bruce Willis has been in both. Well, in Expendables 3, he contacted Sylvester Stallone, who is the producer and the director, and he, he was co-creator of the story. He said, I won't do the movie unless you pay me a million dollars a day. So I said that? No. Uh, Bruce Willis said that to oh. Sylve- uh, oh. Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Okay. And Sylvester Stallone shit canned him right there and then. He mm. went back and he wrote a Twitter and said that, you know, great, greedy and laziness um, is a surefire way to destroy your career. Well, I guess this week Bruce Willis is feeling a little bit down about what he said. And in order to make it up to the general public, uh, paparazzi actually caught him standing out on the street. <laughs> I didn't realize that was him. I saw that earlier on the screen. Are they seeing it now? They'll, Our listeners? They'll, they'll be able to see they'll it. They'll be able to see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm greedy and lazy, it says. <laughs> He's wearing a sandwich board, standing in his shorts and a black wife beater. and uh, New York City, it looks like. Socks and sneakers. And, uh, yeah, it looks like downtown somewhere. A lot of fender benders going on in that town. Look at that black car. Yeah, I see that. Uh, anyway, uh, wherever he is, he's wearing a sandwich board that says, I'm greedy and lazy. I don't know. <laughs> is that like, did they do that for a penance or what? I mean, or was he bragging or complaining? I don't quite know for sure. Um, I seen that online. It, it's actually been, it's superimposed. Oh, you, you mean he didn't really no, do that? See no. how gullible I am? I believed it. <sighs> you know how I you like know, Bruce Willis. You know how I can tell? No, how? Look at his hair. Oh, he has hair. Exactly. I mean, oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Well, but sometimes he does have hair. Or in the past he did. Maybe this is an old picture. No, but then it wouldn't yeah, pertain it's, to now. So well, it's an go. old picture, and whatever he had, yeah. it was erased, and they yeah. superimposed well, on Greedy Listen, I'll tell you what. Bald or hairy, I still like the man. I think he's awesome. I really do. I've always liked Bruce Willis. 
One of my favorite movies is The Whole Nine Yards, and my second favorite movie of his is The Whole Ten Yards. And they never show that one. They always show The Whole Nine Yards uh, reruns, yes. and never you hardly ever see the sequel, and it is hilariously funny. I love it. Anyway, I and, sort and of digressed for It's you okay. I, actually, I wanted to start off with this because it was just funny. You don't it really, is funny. You don't get the... And I think I've seen it on... Let's see. He went to Sly because he wanted the financial support. Is that what it was? He well, Sly. You wanted Sly, Sly involved in the project? No, no, no. no. Sly, uh, Sly. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone is the director, the His producer. Friends and I call him Sly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he, uh, Sylvester Stallone is the director, producer, and co-creator of The Expendables, the movie oh, that he okay, wanted okay. Bruce Willis to be. Uh, okay, okay. Bruce Willis said, "I will be in your movie, but if you, you gotta pay, pay me a million dollars a day." And how long did he think that was going to work? I mean, how long did he think the work was going to take? Four days. Four million? That's not so much, is it? For uh, a movie that's going to net gazillions? He... Is that a lot? Is that a lot of money? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. For four days' work, four million dollars? I don't know. How much is, uh, how much does uh, Kobe get? More than that. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all relative, but if they're going to pull in buckage... What's a little bit in the bucket, so to speak? I mean, $4 million for... From what I get... His, okay, this his is, part of the movie doesn't seem like a lot to me. But what I'm getting out of this is that uh, Sylvester Stallone is the main contributor as far as... Well, he's the executive producer. Okay, I get that, because I am one. I right. know, that means you put out the bucks. Right, so... But, hello, who held a gun to his head? If he didn't want to put out the money, why is he the executive producer? Well, he, there's more people involved. So it's not just like he's the main character in Expendables. Yeah. There's lots, okay, and in fact. Like who else? Oh, <laughs> I am so glad you brought <laughs> Am I not, am I putty in your hands or what? <laughs> um, the newest person that they said uh, yeah. to be a part of uh, Expendables 3, yeah, yeah. who's going to play the bad guy is yeah. Mel Gibson. Now, mm-hmm. they, they went, the internet just went boom. And they're like, well, he's fat and he's out of shape and how is he going to do this? And, and how he's is not he much of a bad guy, but. But. Well, um, I mean, not in the movies anyway. Well, <laughs> this was, this was pre-agreed upon. Uh, Mel oh, Gibson already that. knew that uh, he was going to be. He was like signed or right. something. Okay. So he was caught the other day walking out, you know, and mind you, he was really heavy. You know, he even had a beer gut at one point. Oh, and he was the spotted. Thought, the thought. He was oh. he was spotted in I mean, L.A. Like, I still look as wonderful as I did when I was 18. Oh, but <laughs> watch this. Yeah. He was spotted uh, the other day in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. And no, I don't see a beer gut. He's he's trimmed down, bulked up, and that's what I was getting to. Yeah, but his face looks so... Oh, dude. He's got, he's got the guns, but... That's not a good picture of his face at all. A lot of shade, a lot of shade, a lot of shadows, a lot of wrinkles, wrinkles. Well, I think a combination of. Are you this, sure that's him? This, that is him. In fact, I can scroll up. Okay. Well, to, his body looks good. From the neck down, he's looking good. I gotta say, lethal weapons shows off his guns. See, I told you he's got good guns. As he prepares for Expendable Three, show. Okay. Um, so let's he, back down again let me look some more let me get the whole is that it is that where it ends hold on no bottom oh yeah let's see the whole thing there you go all right yeah so he's he's toned up considerably he's lost the the gut which and the hair but oh which he needs to tell me how to get rid of the gut you know that's oh well you know what he's gonna say you have to work that fucker off i mean that's just it oh i was gonna say plastic surgery uh well yeah lipo could be too actually but yeah. anyway, he's... Plus, he's got... Are you kidding? He's got trainers and people feeding him food and telling him when to move and shit like that. Hey, if you had that, you could be looking like that, too. But, you know, as <clears> it is, you're busy working. So, but that's that's the big thing is uh, 57-year-old Mel Gibson, you know, they... they well, yeah, for, for 57 years old, he's, his body's in good shape, I gotta say. Wrinkles and all. Yeah, but he yeah. he went back and, and hit the the ground running as far as you know getting himself yeah. back in shape. Yeah. And a lot of people. This wasn't Photoshop. This no, was this not was, Photoshop. This is straight stuff. Uh, this okay. is. Let's see if I can zoom in on this here. 
and we can get. Well, I'm proud of him for doing that because that's hard work. I've I've been there and done that. It's not easy. So he's he's looking really good. What's he got in his hand? It's a bag. A bag. Like it's a oh gym bag. Gym bag. bag. So I know gym bag. I was (laughs) I was looking. It's um, if you see right there, it's Coleman Rayner. Um, that's oh, the, yeah. the paparazzi oh, that got the picture. Got the picture. Good for you, Coleman. And yeah. Here's okay. another shot. Okay. Well, you know that it make. Oh, there we go. Legs now. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, and again, because a lot of people Looking were just good. were Looking saying good. that you know, I he turn just him wasn't. Down. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flexible. <laughs> I'd, I'd be willing. You know what the hell? It's Mel. Why not? <laughs> I'm sorry. You can edit that out. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> I'm very flat. You know, you know how I feel about Hugh. All right. If yeah. I can feel that way about Hugh, I can go for Mel too. I'm, like I said, I am flexible. But uh, they were saying that he wasn't going to take the, and they is the audience, the internet audience, said that they didn't feel that they he would go and take this role seriously. And this is pretty much him saying, "Yes, I am." Oh taking yeah, it very obviously seriously. he's very serious about about getting in in to the the role. I I would say. Okay, tell me what you know about David Cassidy. David Cassidy uh-huh. from the Partridge Family. Uh-huh. Well, I know he's getting on in years. Uh-huh. Um, I know that I was not a fan necessarily. I know he was doing a Vegas show for a while. Uh, what else do I know about David? Oh my goodness. What else do you know about him? Oh well, now I know that he has a little bit of a substance problem. He was a dr- Look at that mug. Oh my god. I would never <laughs> in a bazillion years know that was David Cassidy. Oh, that's sad. According to God. David Cassidy. If you had a picture of when he was a kid, you wouldn't know it either. I, I've seen pictures. Yeah. David um, Cassidy was just arrested by Tom Jones for <laughs> drunk driving. Hello? Tom Jones? Not law, the Tom Jones. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ that Cassidy was in upstate New York, early a.m., outside Albany, where he was pulled over by Officer Jones for oh. driving with his high beams. Let's see. Let me read up here. I'm having trouble reading. Let's see. Driving with his high beams when he wasn't supposed to. We're told Jones... People do that all the time around here. I know. We're told Jones smelled uh, alcohol on Cassidy's breath and administered field sobriety tests, during which Cassidy performed poorly. The (laughs) singer-actor blew a .1. Now, what is... Is it .08 is law, right? Yeah. Okay, so he was well over... Yeah, .1 is is a no-no. Um, point one, it was cuffed and taken off to jail. Hmm. He now faces felony drunk driving be- because he had a uh, prior D- DUI in Florida. Cassidy has been released on a $2,500 bill. And then it says his stepmom, Shirley Jones, has said recently David has trouble, or is a troubled man who has demons he's been struggling to conquer. I didn't know she was his stepmother. Me neither. When did that happen? Because she had been married to, God, what's his name? That was just, uh, Turner Classic has been running a whole thing about her lately, and they show a picture of her with her husband, the one who passed away. Ah, oh, in a, horribly, in a fire, house fire, he burned. What the fuck was that guy's name? What is it? You can say it. Was he, was it Cassidy? His father? Oh, alright, okay. What the fuck was his first name? Do you remember? I don't either. You'll have to somehow Google that. <coughs> um, yeah, and and I didn't realize, I guess, that he was... Okay, now, was Dave, what, David Cassidy was on the show, though, right? On the Partridge Family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe that's where she met his dad. So I don't know as I ever knew exactly where that came about or how that came about. And I, I do find it funny that the arresting officer's name was... It's Tom Jones. Tom I thought it was Jones. hilarious. Yes. I thought somebody thought was, was being cute. I thought somebody was being cute and clever. Now, what's being cute and clever is David, David Hasselhoff. You know who he is? Oh, obviously. yes. The car talks to him. Yes. Yes. Um, he has been promoting a new coffee brand. Oh. 
and through through his new promotion, they've produced uh, life size life size copies of David holding the cup, and it says something underneath. Uh-huh. Well, recently there has been a 550 David Hasselhoff iced coffees <laughs> signed, <laughs> stolen. Store worker injured during chase. They call it iced coffee. Iced coffee. Is this serious? Now? This is very serious. Come on. Uh, do Boy, we, look how he sucks on that straw. Do we <laughs> want? Do we want the video? <clears throat> do we want what? Do we want the video? I don't know. What does it do? I have not watched the video. Let's oh well. See. All right. We can always cut it out if we don't like it. Oh, we crashed. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Can't listen to the video. Sorry, folks. Okay, so David Hasselhoff's coffee selling signs that say, let's see, a total of 550 David Hasselhoff iced coffee sign, ad signs have been stolen. I can't believe that they really, honest to God, called it iced coffee. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I want a job on Madison Avenue. Yeah, oh, really? Jesus Christ. If that's the best <clears throat> they could, well... I mean, maybe it is okay. cute. Well, let's hear, let's hear the whole thing. You ready? Oh, okay, I'm ready. It says, a total of 550 right. David Hasselhoff ice hoffy ad signs have right. been stolen by thieves who cannot get enough of the Hoff. <laughs> Former Baywatch star recently posted for, po- posed for... It does a, say posted, but it meant they meant posed. Yes. Um, and this is actually the Inquirer. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, let's see. Posed for, posed the, for new- the new ice... Iced coffee drink from Cumberland Farms and the internationally cheesy cut out of poster. Cut out poster. Cut out poster have become a huge hit. Recently, the Cumberland Farms store clerk in Connecticut was injured when they tried to stop a thief from stealing two of David Hasselhoff's signs. Why don't they just make them and sell them for $10 a piece? Then people stop stealing them. My question is, why would you steal well, them in the Jesus, first place? You know, I don't know, but I mean, obviously, somebody thinks they're wonderful, or valuable, or both. I'm not sure. You, you know, that's something you'd have to ask them. I haven't got a clue, but guessing, I'd have to say, for some reason, they think they're worth having to the point that they're willing to risk imprisonment or at least jail time. To get them. Or if the clerk comes after you, physical impairment. Or that. Or all three. Speaking of physical impairment. Yes. Now, did you hear uh, Kanye West? (laughs) He made a comment to the paparazzi and he said, Don't talk to me. Don't talk to your neighbor. Don't talk to nobody in the world. Just don't talk. Don't talk to my family. Don't talk to anybody in the world. And I'm actually quoting him. Okay. About what? Anything. Anything at all. He said that to who? Uh, paparazzi. I didn't know paparazzi talked. I thought just they just shuddered. Well, or... like TMZ, you know, they run up, they're trying to ask him questions and whatnot. Oh, oh, that kind of paparazzi. Okay, yeah, yeah. Don't okay. talk. Well, that was his thing. Don't talk to anybody in the world. All well, right? That's sort of a sweeping statement. But anyway, go ahead. Well, unfortunately, uh, a paparazzi, or paparazzo, paparazzos are single, mm-hmm. broke his rule of talking. Oh, he made it a rule? Yes. Oh, you know what? I'll just bet you he was the only one that knew it was a rule, though, because I'm pretty sure the paparazzi thought, anyway, who talked? <laughs> Daniel Ramos says he needed crutches after rapper's attack. Well, that's not talking. I mean, that's hurting. Well, I'm... I'm oh, I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. Kanye West wasn't charged with a felony for his tussle with the paparazzi in July, but now the rapper has to deal with a lawsuit from the photographer. Daniel Ramos who is being represented by high-profile lawyer Gloria Allred, is suing West for assault, battery, and interference with his civil rights, presumably freedom of speech. Mm. TMZ reports, Ramos said he needed crutches for two weeks after the altercation and still uses a cane to walk through current pain. Allred said that the incident set a precedent for celebrity violence against photographers. She also let's see, she also pursuing a protective order for 
Ramos against West. What did he do to him? I, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I thought you would be. Just so happens, boys and girls, that incident was caught on camera. Oh, the thing he did? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. So Let's good. I'm, I've got to look through all these different oh, videos. Oh, I see. We're finding the one. There's a lot of weird stuff on that channel, on that station, on that um, this, website. This website hosts a lot of good, <laughs> weird videos that I can pull off. I can see the Oh, one. there we go. You ready? Here we oh, go. Okay. Kanye, can we talk to you, Kanye? What's going on, man? What was up with all that stuff? Do you, do you want to just squash all that? Because you're a cool guy. No, no, come on, Kanye. Be cool, man. I mean, what's going on? Why, why, why can't we talk to you? I mean, why? I mean, I, no, no, come on, Kanye. I don't want to fight with you. Dude, seriously. I don't want to fight with you, man. I'm just asking. But you didn't what, you, what you're trying to do is get me in trouble. So I'll step off you. I have to pay you like 250000 No, 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 no. So as you can tell, he was completely provoked. It it does seem as though he was upset by the man's comments. Because he said, don't talk to anybody. Don't talk to me. Don't but talk to actually, my family. Actually, it was very hard for me to hear what he was saying. But I did see him say, don't talk to me. I couldn't tell that he said all those other things. But I'm sure you could. I just don't hear well. But um, and, and then the man had the audacity apparently, to talk. Yes. And then, well, see, he told him not to talk, and then he did. They so. told everybody not to talk. Yeah. So I'm afraid that, you know, Kanye might show up at my door and, and want to kick my ass because I talk all the time. Uh, well, I think if Kanye told me not to talk, I would turn around and walk away and while talking. And I think the paparazzi's, Mr. paparazzo's mistake was that he kept talking in the space. But that's just me. I'm a little old lady. I'm not a tough guy. I'm not liable to run into Kanye and be taking his <laughs> picture because, frankly, I don't give a shit about him. But uh, if I did, yeah, I, I think I'd probably want to sue him, too. I don't think I'd try to sue him for telling me not to talk because, you know, there's freedom of speech that he says he's taking away from him. Please. Your mother tells you not to talk. You're going to sue your mother for infringing on your rights uh, to freedom of speech? I don't think so. But the fact that he hit him, that bears right. a reckoning. And, and there was think. no, I mean, in reality, there, there was no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kanye was not in danger at all. You know, he was not defending himself. He was he was being. Oh, he wasn't in danger. He was just pissed. He was a he was the aggressor. Oh yeah, he clearly could've, he could have simply well, got in his car and took off. He could easily have done that. He stood at the car door. Even though the guy is saying, I mean, this can't be the first time this has happened to this man. Where the paparazzi are going, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. I mean, they do that. That's what they do. Right, this is job. You know, and I'm this is my thinking on the whole thing. If you don't like that shit. Why are you fucking famous? Right. Okay? If you don't like to be hounded by the paparazzi, then go live on a farm someplace. You know? And and stop being out in the public eye. If you don't... You know, it's the heat in the kitchen thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's where it's at. For me. Um, I, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. It could be Jodie Foster. It could be... Um, Secret love. It could be... <laughs> It could be Jamie Lee Curtis. It could be a number of other individuals. It could be anybody that's famous. If they don't like the, what goes with the territory, then why are they famous? Why'd you sign up for it? Right. I don't get it. Speaking of bringing up, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis and, and Jody, uh, Foster. Jody Foster. I was searching for our this week's helping hand. Yeah. So. Every week, we always get together and we find out who's done something good. Yeah. And this week's helping hand is Michael King. Okay, let me tell you where this starts. So where this all started was on Facebook. This is where I seen it. I seen a link that said Sean Connery was diagnosed with Alzheimer's 
And, you know, he's he's 83 years old and he's fading fast. Really? You saw that? Uh, on Facebook, okay. yes. Okay. And it was a tabloid um, website. Like so. the Star or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Inquirer? I actually, I think you know All those other reliable sources I think you nailed it. I think it was from the Star. Yeah, okay. Well, I started researching if this was true or not. Yeah. And I came across this article. And this is why Michael Caine is the helping hand this week. Michael Caine phones daily record to dismiss Alzheimer's claim against friend Sean Connery. The movie legend rang us to rubbish claims made in the German newspaper that 83-year-old Bond star is suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Movie legend Sir Michael Caine last night dismissed rumors that his pal, Sir Sean Connery, was suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Sir Michael phoned the record to deny the claims in a German newspaper that Connery, 83, was no longer in full control of his senses. He told us, quote, It's completely preposterous bullshit. This stuff about Alzheimer's is just nonsense. Okay. And an article headlined, Connery forgets his life. A, a German newspaper quotes <laughs> <laughs> Sir Michael saying, One must have serious concerns for him. And I don't know. I, of course, you just read on and, and, and you find out that. It's so, not true. Yeah, this German newspaper puts it out. The Star, I believe, picked it up. And then uh, once they picked it up, of course, it just went phew, all over the of place. Of course. Goes viral, as we say nowadays. Yes. Yeah. See how with it I am. So, and in <laughs> fact, um, Sean is coming out with a new animated film. And it's. it's oh, yeah? Yes. Is it going to be about Bond? No, no, no. James no. Bond? Um, this is taking place in. Ireland. Um, the movie that he is going to... It's an animated movie. It's called Sir Billy. <laughs> and just so happens... We have a trailer. We have a trailer. In the northwest coast of Scotland. In the deepest, darkest highlands. Where evil lurks. And tragedy unfolds. There lies a secret. I'm all alone now. I will find you. They need only one man. Sir Sean Connery is Sir Billy. My name's William. Billy to my friends. It's a race against time. And the odds and a villainous policeman are against them. Who will get to Bessie first? And this octogenarian and his goat save the day with Alan Cunning as Gordon the Ghost. Together they will take you on the ride of your life and keep you at the edge of your seat. Sir Sean Connery is Sir Billy. The kind of we all wish we had. Oh my, that sub sure reminds me of another adventure. I didn't catch the end. What did he say at the end? This reminds me of another adventure. Oh, that's kind of cool. hinting back to the uh, James Bond. That's cool. That's really cute. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So, as as you can tell, he seems he's, fine. He's fine. He seems fine. And certainly sounds like himself. Yes. And I won't interject anything to the contrary. Like, how do we know for sure that's his voice? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because... <laughs> I mean, seriously, people right. do his voice. Right. And very well. But I'm just saying, it could happen, but I don't believe it did. I think that's him. Yeah. So, 
The German newspaper was lying, and, and they got caught. Michael Caine put Star that all the repeated rest. the lie, and they got caught. Where did they? Kind of. Speaking of lies. Yeah, and getting caught? Yes. <laughs> um, last episode, we talked about how Justin Bieber broke the Make-A-Wish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. With his 200th. Um, broke the record for Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Wishes granted. Yes. Well, guess what? He lied. He was lying. Uh, 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 uh. Um, and this is from the Inquirer, actually of all people, <laughs> or all places rather, okay. um, that says that, however, the biggest contributor by annual belongings to the world wrestling entertainment wrestler John Cena, whose wish counts, he is said to be 400. So... <clears throat> Well, now, just a minute here. Who said in the first place he made the record? He did? His manager. Okay. Now, you're going to dispute that on the say-so of the Inquirer? Am I hearing you right? I, I checked my sources. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, Fine. Because we're, we're trying to keep the things condensed and sharp and quick. Yeah, yeah. I actually went with the, the uh, Inquirer because they had the smallest and quickest okay. blurb no, about that's, it. No, that's cool. That's I just want to make sure that we uh, that it's really true. Now, John Cena, um, who is a, a wrestler, has actually, by this point, has made over 400 make-a-wish. Granted 400 Granted. wishes. So, so he's got Bieber beat, yep. so to speak. He beat the Bieber. He beat the Bieber by 200. Unless Bieber's been busy since his claim, which I doubt. Well, no. at least not busy with that particular project. I, I would say he was busy being a douchebag, but unfortunately <laughs> he he was not in the news this week. He didn't douchebag anything no, this week? You know just, how repulsive that word is to a woman, don't you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, anyway, we go on. Um, he... The only thing he did was he was just caught in the lie. And, and even at that, it really wasn't him lying. Even though, like we said, I, I, I wanted to get your permission before we started yeah, recording. Yeah. Um, no, but here's what I said to you was, buck stops here. If somebody who works for him said the lie, he's responsible. Yes. At least, if nothing else, to go out and openly say to everybody, so-and-so said it. It wasn't true. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry and like that. But he didn't do any of that stuff. He just let the lie float in the air like a fart in the phone booth. So <laughs> right. I think that uh, he's responsible. And we're going to close out on some geek news. I have to say, when I first heard about this, I liked it. I, a lot of people didn't like it, but it's... Um, Ben Affleck is the next Batman. So we can happily say we don't have to hear Krishna Mo go, I'm Batman. Hey, you fall. Give me your tea. We don't have to listen to that shit no more. And that makes me really happy. Who, who was the last Batman? Christian Bell. Oh. Oh, Bale. Oh, Bale. Yeah, Bale. Okay, all right. Did and he, and did I did enjoy... Did he talk like that? Yes. When he was Batman? Yes. Oh. There was many times yeah. where, if you're watching the movie, I want that. We saw that Rising one, Batman Rising. Was that the one he was yes. Batman in? And I thought it was okay. I don't remember him talking funny. Well, every time he's in Batman character, yeah. he don't Well, it's because he's got the mask on. The mask does things to him. It's, <clears> like, <throat> it's like what's his face with the mask? Um, oh, what's his face? I don't know. With the mask. The, Oh, Jesus, oh. from Star Wars. The dude. Darth Vader. That. Did you ever listen to him? Yeah. I mean, it's the mask. He can't help himself. Maybe he... Maybe it does something. No one knew me until and, I put on the mask. We haven't heard... Have we heard how Ben says it? Yeah, not yet. Well, see, it could be the mask. Don't get your hopes up. Anyway. So, the discussion of, of Ben Affleck being Batman just... Blew up all over the place, and it was uh, it was good. Oh, well, not no. Let me see. Let me rephrase that. It was entertaining to read because a lot of people were like, "You rate my childhood making Ben Affleck Batman," which Ben Affleck is going to play second to Henry Cavill, who is the new Superman. And in 2015, they're coming out with 
Superman versus Batman movie. I got no problem with that. No, I, I'm actually really excited to... Yeah. I got no problem with that at all. Watch this. Uh, again, it's uh, a good idea, and I'm looking forward to it. And I'll give more news as it develops, but that's pretty much right yeah, now. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I got nothing against Ben Affleck. I think he's talented. I agree. I loved him in Argo. I haven't seen Argo. You haven't seen Argo yet? No. Dude, you have to stop right now, everything you're doing, and rent Argo and see it. It's amazing. Okay, I'll go check it out. Yeah, I think it's, it's on Netflix. really good. Really, really good. And what's her name that's in it? And I'm so sorry, I don't know your name. She's awesome. I know who you're talking about. It's I uh, know. Jennifer. Mm. Is it Jennifer Lawrence? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Oh dear. That's uh, all right. Well, you could Google it and edit it in there if you wanted to. But anyway, it's an excellent film. I think it's a disgrace that he wasn't credited for it in the in the Academy Awards, and he certainly deserved to be, in my opinion. I agree. Excellent movie. Excellent movie. Well, I'll check it out. Yeah, do that. All right. Well, that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. And I am Miss Sadie Burbank. So you heard what we think, and now you know. Good mm-hmm. night. Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya as Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or as Sadie Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh... The show. Let's make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.